Hey guys, welcome to Grey, the podcast about the light, the dark, the hilariously obscene, and everything in between. I'm Emily, and that's Dylan. Hey guys! Let's get started. another week <laughs> told you i'm gonna do all the music i'm gonna do all the just vocals though of all the music transitioning okay um oh my gosh look at penny she's comfy <laughs> she's like laying on her back toy in mouth she's really the cutest dog i've ever seen in my whole life and we've seen a lot of cute dogs and that's saying something she's, she's got to be the cutest yeah i mean you guys know You've seen pictures of her. So what's new for you this week, Emily? Well, in the two days since we podcasted, um, not much. Not much? Are you sure? Nothing? We got a credenza. The credenza came. Credenza is such a fancy word. I know. It's just a little piece of furniture to set <laughs> things on, but it helped us. Once we figured out what the heck we were looking for, that it had a name, it made searching for it much easier. Yeah, and it's cute. I like it a lot. Yeah. Took me... Four and a half hours yeah, over it took two a days long time. to build it. But now that we have that, it makes me want a new couch even more. I know, which we can do. We just gotta go to the, we just have to go look. No. We're getting ready to head up to the lake. Mm-hmm. A couple hours here. Heading heading up there with my sister and brother in law and my cousin. I'm so excited. I know it's gonna be nice. I well now that there's curfews again here, it'll be nice to good way for the weekend (laughs) just things have to start changing i'm gonna have to ask you to shush it (laughs) um so yeah we're it'll be nice to (laughs) she just gets louder (laughs) she's like louder oh you guys want more squeaking okay oh i'll turn it up background music (laughs) so what were we talking about we had to remove the toy we were talking about going up north, not, not even up north, it's out west. Out west. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like California. <laughs> not even, going out west, yeah, it makes it sound not right. We're going to the lake, and <laughs> we're very excited. I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be alone for three days. Are you going to miss me here. so much? I'm going to miss you so much. No, I'll have the dog to keep me company here. She's good company. You and Smelly? She's not that smelly. She stinks. She needs a bath. Would you like to sing your song? Smelly Penny, Smelly Penny, what did you get into? She's pissed. Smelly Penny, Smelly Penny, it's not your fault. She's so mad. Rousing rendition. (laughs) Well, and with that, should we get rolling? Or do you have something other... Some other important information. I'm going to sing you another song. <laughs> if you want. If you'd like to sing another song. Penny's going to start singing here. She already got her mic time. She needs all the attention. Usually. She said, look at me. And only me. Look at what I do. All right. Let's go. Okay. You're, you're still first. But I didn't know where my papers was. And I didn't memorize this script. 
What? <laughs> you didn't memorize six pages of Seven. just... Oh. Can you imagine memorizing every week for the podcast? I, w- I simply wouldn't do it. <laughs> if that was the only way you could do it? Like, if that was a requirement for podcasting? Yeah, I just would say thank you, but no. Thanks. No, thank you. What do you have for us this week? Okay, so this week... I know what you have for us this week, and it's stressing me out. Okay, but it's so not what you think it is. Okay, so this week I'm doing the Slender Man Ah! stabbing. Slender Man stabbing. That's not where I thought that was going to go. Well, I really can't believe you've never heard about this. I, I only know Slender Man from... The internet? Folklore, the internet, the games... Oh, those games were so stupid. They pissed me off so much. Okay, I'll talk about that in a second, though. Okay, so first, I'm going to tell you who Slender Man is. Huh? <laughs> Revealing his identity? No. Oh. Okay, let me just... Okay, so Slender Man is a character that was created on the internet, and it's mainly on something called... A website called Creepypasta. Oh, yeah. Wikipedia. Oh, that's a Wikipedia site? It's Creepypasta Wiki. Is that different than Wikipedia? No, I mean, it's a... No, that's... No. I don't know. A lot of of things have wiki pages. It's still through Wikipedia. Right. Actually, can you hand me my laptop? It's behind you. Okay. So, the first post about Slender Man was posted on June 10th, 2009 by a screen name named Victor Surge, who's uh, actually a guy named Eric nudson and it was part of a photoshop competition oh so it like he never meant for it to become what it became what it became but basically i'll show you these photos in a second but it came with this little saying at the bottom of them um we didn't want to go we didn't want to kill them but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time and then Yeah, it's kind of spooky, but it's like, so he was in this Photoshop competition where he was supposed to create something that didn't exist and try to make it look real. So it's a bunch of kids and then you see like a tall, slender man. The tall man. And then there's there's a tall man here too. And it just ended up on the internet. And I'll put those posters, posters, I'll put those (laughs) pictures on. In the post. In the Instagram. And then from there, it just blew up on the internet. Like, you would think something like this is something that's so, like, not something that you would think would turn into... I mean, the internet's a weird place, though. It really is. So. So after this, people expanded on the story. Um, It went on Tumblr, YouTube, um, Divinient Art. Deviant Art. Deviant Art. Do you know what that is? I don't know. It's a place for people to post artwork. Photography um, or otherwise. Paranormal boards and then obviously like creepypasta. Yeah. And he's even got like video games based off of him. Oh, yeah. And I remember ugh, in college, there were nights where my two roommates, Erica and Brian, would just want to sit and play this stupid like slender get the pages. Yep. You had to find the pages. Game. Yeah. And just sit there. Oh, I was so pissed. There's a forest and there was a building or two yeah and, and you like search for these pages and yeah. then and if you read them they were creepy in slender man if the goal was to get the pages before slender man got you and if slender man got you then you didn't win but 
like it's supposed to be like a scary video game but i just thought it was so boring oh my god i thought it was boring <laughs> i was like can we i mean it's based on jump scares like essentially he does you do get a note like it's a you're aware game. when he's around and you are able to get away from him it's but so dumb a lot of people like it okay well a lot of people get really scared by it not this girl well this boy does <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's a ton of fan art that's made there's a bunch of like amateur youtube video shot where it's basically like kids playing or teenagers playing and then they start running saying oh there's a real sighting of slender man kind of thing but it's like their friend in a suit (laughs) (laughs) in the distance yeah in the distance standing on top of something yeah it's just dumb okay so what slender man actually is is or he's supposedly is is he's eight to 14 feet tall which i feel like is a huge difference well yeah but i mean in the stories slender man can change his size i mean and obviously he goes from oh having, i didn't know that yeah, he goes from having two arms to having multiple arms like he shapeshifts yeah um he's always wearing a black suit and he's got he's faceless yep. he just has pale white skin yep um, he's, yeah, he's got tentacles that come out of his back. And it, to me, it looks like he's almost got like claws for hands. Yep. And he preys mainly on children. Yes. And a lot of the stories that I heard about Slenderman is he's known to be kind of a grim reaper with a heart. Oh. He takes the sad, bullied children and basically puts them out of their misery uh-huh. And then staples their corpse to a tree. So, you know, he's got a heart. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out for him. So, he's not, like, well, but... <laughs> but, I mean, that's just some, like... I mean, these are all people's... It's just an interpretation take. of the story. Yeah, there's all... Details that they've added. Yeah, people have added, people have taken away, people have written all new stories on him. Like it's, and here's the picture. Um, that's a yeah. pretty ster- stereotypical Slenderman picture. Slenderman picture. And yes, he yeah, just a tall man in a suit. I don't know. It's not that scary, but it's... yeah. But you spend your life like delving into scary things, whereas people that try to avoid that stuff when they come across Slenderman and the idea of Slenderman, ha uh, 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 nightmare inducing. <laughs> uh, well, they say when he's stalking you. You will have continuous nightmares of him, and oh. that means he's coming for you. Well, there you go. And when this got into Creepypasta, so many people have written their own scary stories about them. Like everyone does on Creepypasta. But I think some people need to really realize that Creepypasta is fiction. <laughs> and he's, um, someone described him as a modern day boogeyman. Yes. Which I think is an interesting take because he also said that he could be anyone, you know, just a a tall, skinny man. Yep. Which I think is, he could be anything to anyone, you know. Yeah. Did they make a movie? Yes, there are are multiple movies. I'm not going to watch them because I don't have time for that. (laughs) I just think they're all going to be really, really dumb. Yeah, I never, obviously, never watched them. Really, really. I don't know how you could make a good Slender Man movie. Someone prove me wrong. <laughs> we'll, you, you, if you know about a good trailer, send it our way. Just wait. That'll be the... 
<laughs> That'll be the, the movie I star in. Sl- the new Slender. Slender. <laughs> Slender's daughter. Oh, Lord. I'm Slender Girl. Slender Girl. <laughs> Slender Woman. But just put me on stilts. <laughs> but instead of all black, she wears an all white dress. <sighs> and they have, she has black hair. Wait, this sounds like The Grudge. Isn't that like Samara? Who? From The Rings. Oh, that's so that's what I'm thinking of. Not The Grudge. The Ring. Okay. So now, that, now you have an idea of who Slender Man is. Yep. So now I'm going to tell you about two 12-year-old girls in Wisconsin. Ooh. In um, Too close to home. Waukesha. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. W squared. <laughs> How far away is Waukesha from here? No idea. Honestly, never even heard of it. Well, from what I got from it, it's like a small town yeah. in Wisconsin. Okay. Like Winthrop. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's too too hard. Okay. Um, so the first girl's name is Morgan. And Morgan grew up in a very normal home. One thing her mom said is that when she noticed one weird thing about Morgan is when she was growing up is that she didn't react um, normally to movies when she was a kid like when the main something bad happened to the main character she didn't have empathy for them like she didn't (laughs) she didn't feel bad for them like they were watching bambi and like no reaction (laughs) so i think that's weird yeah also her parents knew that she was interested in slender man but they didn't really think anything of it because Morgan's mom even said like when I was Morgan's age I was reading it and like that's just something that you know people are interested in stuff like this and you know she never thought that her daughter actually would think Slender Man was real right okay skip to the next girl this is Anissa 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 was bullied a lot in school Mm. and often would cry during class Um, and then she met Morgan because oh. they rode the same bus. And they were both interested in Slender Man. And basically their teacher was just so happy that they had made friends with each other because they have similar interests. And, you know, Anissa was having such a hard time because she didn't have friends. So Anissa's parents also knew Anissa was interested in Slender Man. And her daddy remembers seeing a picture on her iPad of Slender Man next to Jack Skellington. That's probably a cool picture. Because, I mean, they've got They're kind very of similar, similar. like, They're art. They're very similar. Um, I mean, Jack Skeleton from The Nightmare Before Christmas. But he thought it was nothing mm-hmm. to look into because Jack Skeleton's a Disney character. Right. So he was just like, whatever. Arguably one of the scariest, quote-unquote, Disney characters. Yeah, but he's still fun. But he's fun. He's Jack Skellington. I mean, he's the king of the pumpkin patch. Just wants to have Halloween year-round. <laughs> I love that show. It's a good movie. I watch it every year. Every year after Thanksgiving. No, yes, it's Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving night, yeah. Because I feel like that's the perfect transition from fall to Christmas. Yep, that's a perfect transition movie. Perfect time to watch it. <laughs> okay, so both these girls spent a ton of time on the internet and YouTube looking up Slenderman stuff. Looking up like everything they didn't have a lot of friends right so i especially when you're that age you don't have a lot of friends the internet almost becomes your friend yeah well you can't go anywhere you're 12 exactly and they don't 
They don't. Did <laughs> you have a moment? <laughs> okay. Um, and at that time, when you're so young, I mean, if you're just looking at article after article of Slender Man, you start to not be able to tell. You can't. There's no. There's no more line between yeah, fiction and reality. What's real and what's not. And they start getting. They start believing that Slender Man is real. It's an easy <clears throat> rabbit hole to fall down. What? It's an easy rabbit hole to fall down. And they believe that it's so real that, and it, also it's just like, if it's one of them, I feel if it, they had never met, I feel like this would have never happened, but because they feed off each other and it's someone else that believes as strongly as you do, then it just like, it makes it easier it to, it justifies yeah. that you believe it. Yep. It makes it much easier. Okay. So these girls have it so in their head that they come up with the plan. And they believe that they have to kill someone or Slender Man is going to kill their families. And if they kill someone, they would impress Slender Man enough to become one of his proxies or or servants. And once they killed a person, they would be able to find Slender Man's mansion, which apparently just happens to be in Nicollet State Forest in Wisconsin. Well, convenient. (laughs) Yes. So... They decide to kill their other friend, Bella, who's 12. Her name's, her real name's Peyton, but everybody calls her Bella, so I'm just going to call her Bella the okay. whole time in this. So they come up with a plan, and they decide that they're going to kill their friend Bella at Morgan's 12th birthday sleepover party. And then they're going to run to the Nicollet State Forest to find Slender Man's mansion and then live with him. The drive from Waukesha to the Nicollet State Forest um, is a four to five hour drive. This was not a well thought out plan. Well, yeah. What are they going to do? Run for three days there? I don't think they realize how. No. Far. They're twelve. Yeah, they hadn't. There's no way they were like it's it's in Wisconsin. It's in the state I live in. It has to be close. Everything's close, especially when you're in a small town. You're like everything's right here. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that these girls just. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. And that's what. And they've been planning this for several months. Jeez. Like, this has been in their head for several months. Right. That they have to do this or Slender Man's going to come kill their families. Also, they want to do it because they want to be with Slender Man. Right. And the whole idea of Slender Man being a, almost like a protector of children that have been bullied. Yeah, a protector that kills them yes but i think they believe that if they kill someone he won't kill them they'll just work for him yeah that's i mean it's so their heads are just so they're messed yeah they're screwed they're they're having moments yeah okay so the day of morgan's 12th birthday all three girls go to skateland which is like a skating rink right and it's a normal birthday party they have fun they and then they come back to Morgan's house and they go into the basement and they all start playing on their iPads, their separate iPads. Right. <laughs> Each of them individually has an iPad. Yes. I had to buy my first iPad myself at 19. Okay. Well, I think they were probably on the same school thing that I was. Yeah. Because I had an iPad given to me for school. Oh, yeah. We were not that special. But you had a smaller amount of t- uh, students than we did. Yes. But I think this is just such a weird... I would never go to a sleepover when I was 12 and bring, like, my Game Boy and sit in the corner and play Game Boy. 
We had very different childhoods because that's what my friends did. That's so (laughs) weird to me. I would be spending time with my friends. I wouldn't like sit on my, I wouldn't sit on my iPhone. Right. There's, when you're a kid, it's, 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 it's a totally different. How do I explain this? Yes. What you're saying is valid. And yeah, you want to hang out with them. For some people playing games together separately, sitting next to each other is hanging out together. But I hear what you're saying. Well, you're right. There's definitely better ways to spend time. So originally, they had planned to kill Morgan. That's not right. Originally, they had planned to kill Bella in her sleep in the basement. And then they were going to cover her with a sheet and run to the woods to find Slenderman. Okay. But they changed their minds. And Morgan said in one of their interrogations... When Morgan was interrogated after this, um, she said, I wanted to give Bella at least one more morning. I wanted to see if I could put it off forever, but it didn't seem to work out like that. Like, just what a weird thing to say as a 12-year-old girl. Right, and she's, yeah. Okay, so the next morning, like, the next morning, they woke up, they had donuts and strawberries, and it was just very normal sleepover stuff. Like, they were laughing, they were having fun. Morgan's mom said, I never in a million years thought anything like this was going to happen. Right. You know, there was, I had no concern. Uh, So the girls ask if they can go to the park after breakfast and Morgan's mom says, yes. So they start walking to the park. But before Morgan grabbed a knife from their kitchen and she shows it to Anissa as they're walking to the park. Uh, they played on the playground for a while, and then they all went into the park bathroom, and they were going to kill her in the park bathroom. Mm-hmm. But Anissa had read somewhere on creepy creepy pasta that you can't get your advice from creepy pasta. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, she read that it's harder to kill someone that is awake because you look in their eyes and you see yourself, and you don't want to kill yourself. Oh. And so she told Bella to take a nap in the park bathroom. Well, Bella didn't want to take a nap I'm in the sure park she bathroom. Didn't. At like There's twelve in the afternoon. Stupid two o'clock. I would if I was Bella, I'd be like, um I gotta go home now. I have to leave, thank you. I have to go. I have to bye. What? So she was like, No. Yeah. And then Anissa hits the front of her head. And slams the back of her head against the concrete wall. She does that to Bella? Yeah. Jeez. And at that point, um, Anissa told Morgan to start stabbing. And then Morgan says, no, I can't do it. You have to do it. And at that point, Bella's pretty out of it. Like She probably has has a concussion. Two major head injuries. And so both girls basically chicken out again. Yeah. And so they're like, let's play hide and seek. And so, basically, Anissa and Morgan were going to pretend to hide. And then Anissa says, we are going to be like lionesses tracking down a zebra. This is a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, who's apparently not well underdeveloped and developed overly. Regardless, that's a, ridic- that's a very odd, strange, specific thing to say. Yeah, it's weird. Bella really didn't want to play hide and seek. She probably wanted to go home and ice her head. Yeah. Um, but they were like, no, you can, we'll play hide and seek and then you can play the next, you can decide what the next game is. And I'd be like, if I were her, I would have been like, no, you just slammed my head into a concrete wall. I need to go home. Thank you. Okay. So Bella said that Anissa 
kept bringing Bella deeper and deeper into the woods, which I'm guessing there was like woods right next to this park. Has to be, yeah. Um, and at this point, Morgan gave Anissa the knife and said, I can't do it. But then Anissa gave the knife back to Morgan, and this is, quote, what Anissa said, you do it. Go ballistic, go crazy. So now it sounds like Anissa's the one that maybe instigated the whole thing. Well, you'll find that both of them are not well in the head. But basically, Anissa gets about five feet away from them, and then Anissa yells, Morgan, now. Anissa turns her back because she doesn't want to watch. Um, Morgan pushes Bella to the ground, gets on top of her, and whispers in her ear, I'm so sorry, and then starts stabbing her <gasps> with the knife. And in the interrogations, she says, it didn't feel like anything. It felt like air. When she was stabbing? Yeah. Oh, my God. What I think is so wild is it's two 12-year-old girls. Stabbing another 12-year-old girl. Yeah. I'm going to have you listen to some of their interrogations because it's so... They don't care. Do you know what happened to Bella? What happened to Bella? Is Bella your friend? Mm-hmm. She's, the, she's not Anissa. She's the one who was stabbed. Stabbed? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Is she dead? Do you see her face there? Like she's disappointed. I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. And then I this just is just wild. I how far I walked because I'm usually not very athletic and just want to know. Do you know how far that would be? Okay, that's it. These girls clearly have no concept of what death is. Or what they what they did. Really, they can't understand what they were trying to do. And they, yeah, um so Bella's the first girl in the thing? No, sorry, no, not Bella, Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as she, the officer told her that they took Bella to the hospital, she like looks up in shock. Yeah, that was like the only thing she cared about. The rest of it is basically like, yeah, we killed her. She was the one, the one who was, so this is, that's what she said. This She was the one, what happened to Bella? She's the one, the one who was stabbed. And then the officer says, I don't know. I think they took her to the hospital. And she like, she's, she's absolutely shocked by that. Yeah. And I think you, yeah, you're right. She was disappointed. Yeah. And then Anissa, um, she's asking, what how did she, far did we, how far she did want to put walk? that in her Fitbit later? I, what? What is that? Yeah. What's the significance of how far? Because they can't comprehend. They are not capable of mentally understanding what they did. Well, her anyway. I don't know about Morgan. She seems, they're both a little disturbed, I think. Yes. Okay. So Bella lives. Oh, thank God. A man riding his bike driving on the street so bella they drag her into the woods saying we're gonna go get help and they don't they're they don't want to get help they just want to hide her so she'll just die right and then they're gonna go find slender man god which their brain is just not they're not doing well oh my god this is making this makes me sick but bella is strong enough that she gets herself to a highway wow and there's a biker that's adrenaline right there. Yeah. Good for her. 
Jesus. And there's a biker that's biking, and he stops, and he calls 911, because clearly this little girl She's needs, bleeding out on the highway. needs help. And he the biker asks, who did this to you? And she goes, my two best friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many times did they stab her? I could not find that. A lot. She spent seven days in the hospital. Um, when they brought her in, she had really low blood pressure. I'm sure. But I watched a documentary with her now speaking, and she looks she looks good. That's good. Like it was 2019 or something. Right. That they, she seems, I, you can't see that she's, like they, there's nothing on her face or anything. She's probably on her torso. Yeah, she probably, it was probably all torso, all torso shots. But she's fine now. Okay, so also... We're going back to the interrogations now. Okay. So, Anissa, detectives go through Anissa's browser history, and it's pretty normal stuff until they find a quiz that's called, Are You a Psychopath? Oh. And they also found a last text on Anissa's phone that read, This is my final wish to those who care. Do not grieve my absence, but remember me for who I was. I love and cherish you all and wouldn't do you any harm. Which I feel like is a... It almost sounds suicidal to me. It really does. The, just the, the way she starts it. This is my fi- my last, my final wish. Yeah. Like it's, it's like a note. It's like yeah. she's leaving a note. But also if she believes that she's going to go live with Slender Man, she probably can't come back to her family. But there's also part of a, a part of her that doesn't want to, you know. So it, right. it does sound a little suicidal to me. Yeah. She also was diagnosed with schizopal. This is an, an, Anissa? So, yes, okay. Anissa was diagnosed with schizopal disorder, which is the inability to determine what is real or what is not real. Oh, well. And they also said that she does not have any psychopath or sociopath tendencies. I beg to differ on that. I know. I was a little like... Really? That... Are they just skating by on the other diagnosis? Like that is the explanation? Yes. I'm sorry. I, I'm just I'm I just asking the ether. I don't. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's um, just that's rhetorical. That's wild that they didn't find any socio but the, or psycho. That's what they said. That there was no. And she also, unlike Morgan, was crying a lot in the interrogations, which is not something a sociopath. True. They don't have. They don't have emotions. They don't show emotion ever. It, let alone have them. So if she, I, she was feeling remorse, but it was almost like it was something that was necessary. Like we had to. I feel bad that we had to, but we right. had to. Right. So it was just someone that was just so far off. And then like also in the interrogations with Anissa, she was like, well, there's this website called Creepypasta Wikipedia. And I was just going, oh my gosh, do you hear yourself? Well, again, she's 12. <gasps> do you hear yourself? They're 12. <laughs> And they're in a small town. There's not a lot to do. And like you said earlier, the internet kind of becomes your best friend. And you take everything it says as Bible. I guess when you're 12. When you're 12. Yeah. You don't have friends. And that I'm not by any means make, saying that what they did was whatever. I'm yeah. not trying to justify their actions. But it does make sense. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to jump to Morgan. So in, in interrogations with Morgan... Morgan showed no emotion at all. When she was asked why she stabbed Bella, she said it was necessary. Which also, to me, sounds like the way she speaks 
sounds like an older person. Well, yeah, she's she's. It was necessary. It had to be done. Like stuff like that, you know. It's, yeah, she's using a more mature vocabulary. It's weird. So her diagnosis. This is the big one that I think really I think even led Anissa more into this too. So she's diagnosed with schizophrenia. Yep. An oppositional defiant disorder and bronchial asthma. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Wow. So I don't know what the asthma I don't know why he needed to say that. Yeah, that's doesn't that's not I was like, um It doesn't relate. I don't think that has anything to do with anything, but thank you. So her schizophrenia causes hallucinations and hearing things and seeing things that aren't there. She also has delusions which are different than hallucinations. Delusions are she believes something wholeheartedly is real that is not. Right. She said later she started having hallucinations at age three. That she remembers? Yep. Wow. She remembers seeing ghosts at night and they would like scratch and pull her hair and she'd try to tell her parents, but her parents just told her to go back to bed thinking that, oh, she just doesn't want to go to bed. Right. Um, she can hear and see people and things that other people can't see. She's apparently talked to unicorns. Uh, apparently, Professor Snape came to see her and kept her up till three in the morning one night. Yeah, this like is Harry Potter. Yeah, this was probably <clears throat> her parents chalked this up to overly a wild overimagination. Well, just wait, just you wait. She also said that she doesn't care about a long prison sentence because she can just change her reality in her head. So that's how far her brain has gone. She also doesn't want to be put on medication because she doesn't want her friends to go away. <sighs> wow. Um, when her mom asks, so after the stabbings, they're both put in like a juvenile detention center. I, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but until their like court hearings. Mm -hmm. And so her mom calls her every night and she would ask her what she's going to watch on TV and in her cell. And she would say, well, it depends on whose turn it is to decide. She's in a cell by herself. She had told uh, a police officer that it had to be done. The man told me to do it. And the police officer asked her how long she'd been talking to this man. And she held up three fingers. And so the police officer asked her, was that three months ago, three years ago? And she goes, no, I was three. So in her head, she had something telling her. Well, she believes that she was telepathically communicating with Slenderman. Even so, before she knew Slenderman existed? Well, she hears voices. She didn't, right, so she, she never saw Slenderman. So she finally had a face. Yeah. So basically, when she was introduced to Slenderman, she was like, oh, Slenderman's talking to me. That is wild. And that she would have to do what Slenderman tells her to do or Slenderman would hurt her family. And that's something that one of the psychiatrists that was on the stand talking saying you know a lot of people can live with this um, disorder fine if they're on medications but once it gets to the point where you're being told to kill that's where there's really no coming gets, back from that's that. where it gets dangerous yeah and especially i'm pretty sure schizophrenia doesn't commonly show up until like early 20s I think it, schizophrenia is really real, rare in children. But here's the thing that kind of pissed me off. Her dad is extremely schizophrenic. Oh, shit. And they never told her. 
And so when they were ignoring all these things as, about her when she was a kid, like that's, it's such a genetic disorder. Yeah, they should have seen that. He should have, that's regardless a, of if mom did, he should have seen the signs. I mean, I mean, something that's that serious, I feel like you should be asking, hey, do you ever see things that, you know, other people, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just think that's something that is... There was a missed conversation in her early development. And it's very... I have asthma. Like, if my parents hadn't taken me to get that checked out as a kid, I probably would have died. Right. Like, if her parents had taken her to get her mental health checked out when she was a kid, which I feel like there's a stigma with that, there she is. Maybe, maybe would be able to live a somewhat normal life now. Knowing what is actually happening. Yes. But if you start at three, and if your brain is... St- your brain is function like it's functioning. It's forming at it's, three. Yeah, you're developing. And so you just go on believing and believing and believing in all these things and no one's telling you no. Of course this happened. Yeah. And I, you know, I think a lot of times you can't help your mental health, but you are responsible for it. Yes, you are responsible for just it. Just in the same way that I am responsible for taking asthma medication. Mm-hmm. If I need it, you may not be able to help it, but you're responsible for it. Yeah. Because it can cause... Things like this. And with a young person like that, her parents yes, and should her have become parents. They should, they were responsible for monitoring her. Like you said, as soon as she started saying anything about anything like this, seeing things, whatever, her, her dad should have sparked in. It's just, it's so shocking to me that they were like, well, we just really didn't know. And I'm going, that should have been, but I also feel like this was a time where it just wasn't talked about, you know? Yeah. Mental health was something that was something to be something embarrassed about and you don't talk about it and you don't, you know. Yeah. I, I mean. And now people are like. The mental mm. health thing has only just recently. Yeah. Now really people are started. like, if you're having a bad day, see a therapist. Yeah. Which I agree with. Yeah. See a therapist. You know what? If you're having a good day, go see a therapist. <laughs> I think it's good for everyone. Yes. But yeah. That's the part of the story that really kind of irked me because I feel like this was somewhat preventable on some level yes absolutely okay so now we're going to talk about what happened in court so their lawyers anisa and morgan <laughs> thank <Wow>. you <laughs> their lawyers anisa and morgan wanted to argue that they should be tried as children because then they'd be released by 18 um and seven months after the stabbing they had just their court date to decide if they were being tried as adults or children Mm -hmm. and that whole year they were not allowed to be on the internet at all well duh duh probably start messaging slender man um they also were not allowed interaction with each other at all because they feed off of each other and they also the courts came to this the decision that they would be tried as adults for this but they were like, okay, well, they just basically like tried to keep appealing it. And so finally in 2017, they started their trials as adults. So how many years later was this? Um, this happened 2014. Okay. So three years, three years after it happened. Mm-hmm. So they're 15 now. Yep. They're being tried as adults. Yep. Jeez. Um, and now Morgan is now on antipsychotic medication and is being held in a state hospital. And Anissa is still in the county jail for juveniles. So they finally got Morgan to, because you had said she didn't want uh, 
medication. Well, she had no option. Right. I mean, this was, I mean, at that point, I feel like you almost do an IV and like strap them down for a couple of days. Like, I don't know what else you do. Right. No, I don't know what they did, but they got her to take medication. They got her to take medication, which is good. So they both were charged with attempted first murder degree. First degree murder. That. (laughs) (laughs) Um, First murder degree. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was funny. (laughs) Um, And they both pleaded guilty. So finally, in 2017, um, Anissa attempted... Or wait, she pleaded guilty to a charge of attempted second degree murder homicide due to mental illness or defect. Um, and they found in September that she was not guilty due to being mentally ill at the time of the attack. But she is sentenced to be committed in a psychiatric hospital for 25 years. Wow. Well... But I mean, if you're that unstable, you're at, that far gone. At you that, need at twelve. At twelve. <sighs> okay, so Morgan pleaded guilty to attempted first degree murder. They found her not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect, meaning she ultimately was not held responsible for the attack. But in 2018, she was sentenced to spend 40 years in a mental health unit. So she pled guilty. But they found her not guilty? They were both found not guilty due to mental illness. Okay. But you still can, if you're mentally unstable and the state finds you, and both these girls, they were like, this can't happen again. Yeah. So. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it can't. Yeah, duh. Um, and they were like, we still find them to be a danger. Yes. To others. Yep. Especially Morgan, because... She's the one that actually did it. She, well, and she also she sees so many, you know. Yeah, she's. And so that's why she got forty years in a mental health unit institution. Yeah, basically, because she can't be, she can't be on the streets. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, and since hers like was so bad at twelve, like you send her out and she starts not taking her medication. I mean, she could think someone walking on the street is a werewolf and start attacking. You know, right? You know, like her brain anything could happen yep much easier to monitor in the actual institution than just trying to have a handler with her as she goes about her day-to-day nearly impossible yeah because she could get smart enough to lose that person also um at her when she was sent after she was or before she was sentenced this was the first time we saw her cry and she read something and apologized to bella and her family morgan yes yeah so I think her being on some antipsychotic medication made her more, I think it was already, the medication was working a little bit because she was able to feel like emotions and like realize what she did was wrong. Yeah. And it, it looked truthful. Not put on. Yeah. That's good. So I also looked up what Bella, how Bella was doing. And I found a 2020 interview with her that was done in 2019. Um, oh, sorry. 2020. Like. Yeah. Like the show. Yeah. Sorry. I was like. <laughs> 2020 done in 19 hmm that makes Um, sense and she basically just talked about you know what happened to her and she said you know she still has like post-traumatic stress i'm sure she does she probably has some trust issues yes but i her parents like took the right steps and like you know she sees a therapist about it and good she seemed she's going to college somewhere now in wisconsin oh wow good for her so she seems to be able to function 
pretty normally now. Having with proper steps taken every day of her life, I'm sure. Yeah. Just to make sure that she stays that way. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that's the Slender Man stabbings. That's... <laughs> it was not what you expected at all, was it? No, it was not. I could never have expected something like that. And that happened in Wisconsin. I know. It's literally next door. Yeah, I heard nothing. I can't believe I didn't hear anything about that. Just in regular news. It was all over. I know. In news. What was I doing in 2014? That was your first year of college. That was my second year of college. Oh, so then you were probably not watching the news. I was in the basement (laughs) learning lines and singing songs. Yeah. So that's why you never heard about it. That's crazy. That's so sad. Oh, my goodness. And now, I mean, one act ruined those two girls lives yeah and also the families because they interviewed like the parents of these girls too and i just i felt so bad for the parents well i don't know i'm still a little teed off about the dad in morgan's dad yeah yeah unless she was having it unless he had something totally different in in terms of his schizophrenia growing up he didn't. Um, he apparently was able to function really well with it. And he's on medication, but he says that he still constantly sees like geometric forms like in his uh, his eyes. Right. And like he sees like light differently than people. So like even with medication, the things he sees to be real aren't. Mm-hmm. But he and then he was talking about how. You know, sometimes he'll drive and he'll see the devil sitting in the back seat, and it scares him so bad. And he knows that it's not real and that there isn't anything in the back seat, but it's still so scary. Yeah. Which I mean, ugh, you can imagine the panic you have all the time. But he was able to tell the difference, and I don't know what age he had it at. Like that thing started for him. Yeah. So it could have came later in his development when he was already aware of. Yeah. What should be real and what definitely isn't. Yeah, but if you're three and this is... You have is, no idea. If you're three years old, that's that's reality to you. Everything's reality to you. Yeah. You know? You're, everything you're handed at three. That's especially, why you have to be so careful. Especially at three. Like, you already have imaginary friends. Yeah. And people have imaginary friends that, and they talk about them. I never had imaginary friends. I was like, what is... <laughs> What are you talking about? Okay. I don't think I had imaginary friends, but I definitely had like a wild imagination. Me too. But like, I don't know. The idea of imaginary friends for me was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. No. But I definitely had friends that said they have imaginary friends. And I always was like, I don't believe you. Yeah. It's like, a, it's a weird thing to grasp the idea of an imaginary friend. I think some people turn those like into stories though. Like, I've, I, I feel like I've seen something where, like, it's a scary story about this child's quote-unquote imaginary friend, and it turns yeah. out to be, like, a demon like or a something. Like a demon. Yeah. 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 But, like, if her friends would be like, this is my imaginary friend. She's like, well, I've got all 20 of them. And they're like, cool. That's so cool. And then she's like, yeah, they're right here. But they really are there for, for her. her. She's seeing them. And the dad even talked about how he could like he even there were even smells like he could even smell oh, wow. things that weren't there wow <sighs> man that is a hell of a story and schizophrenia is such a rare thing especially when it's like that bad right 
but 40 years in an institution i mean i feel like for her it's her best possible absolutely outcome. there's that's the only thing now because she's going to get help that she needs and i don't know how old will she she's not going to get out so let's see so 12 in 2014 sentenced in 2017 but i mean a lot of times they say 40 years but then you reach an appeal date she'll probably be out before then right well if considering everyone's on board with like yes she's been reformed we have worked through because that's the thing she saw so many things as like as actually real in her reality during her early development that they have to go back yeah and they're rooted in there so they're gonna have to go back and try and break all that stuff down and say this tell me what you saw here's why it's not real yeah and they're gonna have to do that with almost every single thing every single memory she has i feel like though i don't think it's gonna be 40 years well it depends um, on how, how, yeah, how it's open just, she is unless it's just in her brain for forever but I could see, like, her after 20 years, them being, like, she is no longer a threat to right. society. Right. And with these things, with weekly therapy sessions or whatever. Yeah. If she's still, if she takes her medication. Takes her medication. She comes in, sees us twice a week She's going to have a handler probably for a little bit after she gets out. Yeah. Someone checking on her. Yeah, that's wild. I'm glad Bella Everybody turned right out to be now, okay. Everybody right now, just take a good, solid look at your mental health. I feel like this time does a lot of things to people. Right. So, yeah, pandemic time. Yeah. Just analyze you yourself. You know, even if you think maybe I need to see a therapist, just do it. Just do it. See how you feel after one therapy session. It's really not, you know, there's not anything wrong with it. It's very easy to see therapists right now because most of them are online. So yep. you literally could just do it with your phone. Yep. You don't have to go into the office. Yeah. Literally just, it's a phone call. It's a Zoom call. It's a Skype chat. From your couch. What's better than that? Take care of your brain the way you take care of your body. Just take some time to evaluate. How are you doing? (laughs) Are you okay? And it's okay if you're not. Yeah. Just know that. It's okay if you're not. It's easy to get help. It's very accessible. Yes, it is. So, wow. Time to move on from this, I think. We're going to (laughs) move into some other stories. First article published August 19th, 2020 by Becky Bracken on SFGate. Um with details from realtor.com this is actually all over the internet right now there's a house in fayette missouri that is on the market for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. let's purchase it it's newly renovated we don't have the money for that oh <laughs> newly renovated and absolutely <laughs> stunning the renovators managed to even retain some of its original flair one original feature the nine cell jailhouse attached to the structure the house was originally so it it's wild that there's a why are there jail cells in this house? What? It was originally owned after it was built in 1875 by the local sheriff. Oh my god. So that was the jail in his in the house town, in his house. It was attached to his house. That sounds terrible. It makes sense though cuz you don't have an actual jailhouse and you're the sheriff, what better place to have them than right under your nose if you have any criminals. Just lock them up there and then go have dinner. Yeah, are there Check pictures? On them later. There are pictures. Um I'll show you later, but they'll be on the Instagram post for sure. So yeah, so photos of the listing, like they're start out normal. There's everything you'd expect to see the entryway, the living room, the main bathroom, the kitchen, and then they hit you, wham, with the jail photos, <laughs> like just out of nowhere. And Can it's you like, imagine being the realtor for this listing? 
walking people through being like here's our lovely kitchen all new marble countertops and and this way to the jail it is exploding on the internet emily everyone wants to see it i want to see it it's nuts and people are like this would be the best haunted house for halloween the things you could do with the jail like turn it into like a psych ward or i guess but i don't want a murder house i don't want to live in that i mean it's clean and it's a it's it's a small town in missouri like they're not putting murderers weren't you know jailed in there it's like petty theft criminal like yeah but i don't want to live i don't want to have a house with the jail in it well yeah some people do though serial killers everyone knows where the house is though everyone (laughs) knows about this house now psychopaths would be like yes i'll i'll take it yeah but as soon as things start going weird in that town they have they know the first place to look everyone knows about this house it's the worst place for anyone to hide something like that or lock people up in because everyone knows about I it. I guess I feel like a nine-person jail cell would be such to keep it there like that would be such wasted space. Imagine what you could put like a home theater, yeah, in there. Like you could do su- like such cool things with that. I mean, you could make a gym. You could, yeah. But I mean, it's a fully functioning like it's a thing. It sounds like it could go horribly wrong. <laughs> I don't anticipate it will though, because again. It's literally everywhere. It's all over the internet. I just and if you feel, haven't heard about it, here, here we are. I just feel bad for the poor realtor that has to try to sell it. I want a picture of the couple that buys it. Oh, I'm sure there will be. Someone someone will buy it, and maybe I'm sure it'll, it'll be all over the place. Maybe it'll be that guy that's a couple blocks from us. The <laughs> skeleton house. Oh, yeah. Minnesota to Missouri. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a wild house for sure. All right. This was published... And this was just, I just grabbed this information from a video and then I found an article later, but the video is on um, NBC5 Chicago and they put it up on the August 26th of 2020. Hurricane Laura, which was a huge hurricane, not tropical storm, hurricane, that made landfall in Lake Charles, Louisiana. The devastation left only one person dead, which is horrible still, but it could have been much worse. And there was a lot of structural damage to the town. One thing ruined in particular was a Confederate statue. The best part, (laughs) local officials had just voted to keep that statue standing. (laughs) Hurricane Laura had some other plans. I see it as one of the greatest examples of natural selection in recent history. Or that's like God coming down and being like, you fools. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So they received, the officials received 945 written responses about the statue after this incident. 878 were against relocating the statue and leaving it as is and just like getting rid of it. Well, yeah. 67 responses were all for relocating it. Garbage. Yeah. I know. Garbage. I know. It's wild. But yeah, literally days before, voted to keep it standing, not relocate it, not get rid of it altogether. And the hurricane friggin' knocked it over. And that I have a picture of too. We'll make sure that gets posted. It's wild. That's funny. It's really funny. Mother Earth's like... Suck it. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. That's what you've decided to do? Huh? Let me just take care of it. Mother knows best. (laughs) And my last one here, also published August 26, 2020, by Edward Pevos Pevos, on Michigan Live. And this is a follow-up from last week's story about the woman that was found alive at the funeral home. Oh, yeah. So it was reported that she was in the body bag for two hours before she was found breathing and with her eyes open. There's no air. I know. Because it's for dead things. Yeah. Her name is Tymesha Beauchamp. And I'm sure I'm butchering that. So I apologize. Tymesha Beauchamp. 
She's 20 years old. She's currently on a respirator in critical condition. Oh my gosh. The family has hired an attorney and the attorney is investigating negligence I bet into they are. the August 23rd incident, which is when she was, which is when all of this oh went down. Oh my gosh. The, the um, our attorney is quoted. She was alive. Her eyes were open and she was breathing. And they describe how she was found at the funeral home. My recollection is that the embalmer was actually there and the person who opened the body bag. So two people. She needed medical treatment and needed transportation to a hospital, but got transported to a funeral home instead. The city of Southfield is doing their own investigation, but they stand by the results that we talked about last week. Paramedics arrived on the scene in response to a unresponsive woman. They performed life-saving techniques for 30 minutes, declared her dead. They sent the data to the metal examiner who agreed with the paramedics' results. Somebody messed up in a huge way here. No one's saying anything. No one's coming forward. Oh my gosh. Something got missed, obviously. She was alive. I hope that she doesn't have, like... Or or there is the miraculous, like, she was dead, but somehow she came back. I just hope she doesn't have, like, brain damage from yeah. not having oxygen. Yeah. We'll see what happens if, if, there's, an, if there's another follow-up later. Yeah, I'd be pretty much looking into it, too. That's... Yeah. You sent someone alive to almost get embalmed. The embalmer was there. The embalmer was there when the bag was opened. It's horrible. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, it's not good. I just, and it's just, right now it just sounds like the city's trying to defend someone that messed up. Who could have messed up though? I mean, if The multi- paramedics. I know, but if they tried for 30 minutes. The only way I can see that all, that everybody's right in this situation, that A, she was dead and B, she was alive, is if she did die. That happens sometimes. I know. If, if her body somehow jump-started itself back to life, which is possible. Very rare, but but is possible. It's the only way I can see that nobody's at fault here. I still don't know why they were, how it all happened, how she ended up getting the call, mm-hmm. how they ended up there in the first place. There's no information. I, obviously, she's in critical condition. She's on a respirator. I don't even know if she's awake. I don't think you can be awake if you're on a respirator. Right. Or what is a res? No, I was thinking of a ventilator. Respirator is just like in the nose, right? I think so. Yeah. You could be awake. Could be. But again, I don't know if she is. I feel like they would have a statement from her if she's able to speak. She may not be able to right now. Well, we're going to need another update. Yeah. And as soon as, (laughs) if, if, whenever something comes out, we'll talk about it again because this is wild. This is insane. I don't know. Last, I don't know why. Last week, I thought she was like an older lady. Mm -mm. 20 years old. I know. That's what I thought too. I would pretty much really be checking to make sure that this is, you know, someone that really just died. And the medical examiner all came to the same conclusion. Here we are. Well, maybe she did die. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens. Let's see what happens. That's a story. I'm very interested in keeping up with. Me too. You definitely should. And now I want to do, um, this is something I talked about with you off mic a couple weeks ago, but I'm in, I want I want to introduce this. Um, so I go through a lot of stories and some of them just don't make the cut because I just, there's other things that I want to talk about, but I have some honorable, honorable mention headlines. Oh, fun. That I think would be fun to introduce. So <laughs> this is the first sex, uh, session of honorable mention headlines. And I have three headlines here. Kalamazoo pastor paid teenage boys to have sex with his wife. (gasps) So, something to look into. It's a long article. I didn't have a chance to read the whole thing. Article two, or number two. 
Tesla driver crashes into cop car while watching movie on autopilot. Oh my gosh. As smart as Teslas are, I think we're... Oh my gosh. We're putting our hands in the lives of something we shouldn't be doing. And number three, this one's funny. Nude life models to re- uh, to wear face masks when drawing sessions resume. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. That makes sense. This week's honorable mention headlines. That first one's wild. Maybe we'll talk about that one on a different episode. But Oh my gosh. Also, I didn't know Teslas actually had full autopilot. Yep, they have autopilot set, uh, settings. I mean, clearly they don't work that well, though. I mean, it's not a perfect thing for sure. You should still be, like, paying attention. Yeah, you can't just... Yeah. Can't I feel just like just sit back and watch a movie. Yeah, autopilot shouldn't be full autopilot. You're not to the point where you can have a martini in the back. Right. <laughs> like, autopilot's on a plane, I get, because if, the, if the, um, the pilot has to get up and go to the bathroom. But there's always a co-pilot. Always. And yeah. they're in the cockpit and watching also, it happen. you're in the air. You're like, in the air. You're it's, not going to... You're less likely like, for there to be... To hit something. Right. Not that it doesn't happen, but it's less likely than on a road, on the ground. Yeah, and even if they're autopilot, they still are watching. They're not watching right. a movie. Right. They're paying attention. They're on... They have their headsets on. They have to. They're constantly on the radio. And if there's aircraft around, people make their presence known. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how surprised that cop was. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Mr. Elon Musk, you got some kinks to work out, I think. What do you even say to that? What ticket do you give? Um, distracted driving, even if it's on autopilot. Because, again, you should still be paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Whoopsie. It didn't say, and I didn't read the article, but it didn't say if the the cop car was parked or if it was they were both moving. I don't know. I think it's funnier if it was parked. Whoops. Yeah, that is funnier if it was <laughs> All right. You like that new segment? I did. I do. I That's do, too. funny. It's fun. So we'll keep that one. Then you get to speculate wildly, too. Right. <laughs> you can really let your imagination roam. All right. Pits and Peaks? Yep. Would you like to go first? No. Too bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think... I'm excited to go to Dallas with my... Because my sister's moving to Dallas. Yep. And I'm going to help her move down there. I'm excited to do that. So I think I've been looking forward to that. But I'm also sad that she's going. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a bittersweet. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Is that your pit and your peak? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So peak, helping your sister move. Pit, helping your sister move. We'll wait for six months. Yeah. And I think we'll have fun driving down there together and... Hopefully we can find like a fun patio restaurant Yeah. when we get there. Yeah. Have a little fun. Yeah. It'll be good for you guys to spend some time together too. Yeah. We definitely don't see her as much. Right. Now that she's... Um, Back at home with your parents. Yeah. Before she was going to move. Yeah. Right. Because when she was living literally 15 minutes it was from us... It was easier to see her. She came over all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My pit is probably work this week not that i don't not that going to work is the pit it's the i work in a restaurant and you thrive on when it's busy and i've been spoiled the past few weeks i've only this was my third week back my first two weeks i was busy all the time and i was walking home i was walking out with 200 minimum for the most part this week was a little rougher um first two days last night was okay but the first two nights were a little slow and it's just it sucks when your restaurant's slow because then you get like you have to do the tedious side work stuff anyway, but then yeah. you get it done early, and now then you're just literally looking for anything to Standing do. So you're there. Wa- you're wiping down anything and everything just to make it 
feel like you're doing something. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you roll all the silverware, you wipe down all the menus, you refill the ketchups, you do whatever, and then you run out of those important things to do. Now you're doing stupid little things. Well, yeah, and also like if you're not, if you don't have tables and you're not getting tips, you're not really working for much money. Exactly. At all. Yeah, but you have to fill your time. But yeah, I get that. So that was a pit. My peak <laughs> is um having the having the credenza now the the little our new piece of furniture. Because it looks nice, and I got to build it, and it was fun. It does look very nice, babe. Thanks. Thank you for building it. Yeah. It's like, oops, I hit the mic. Um, it's like a, I think it, it's like such a new, like, fancy piece of furniture that it really makes our couch look ugly. It does. <laughs> yeah. We need a new couch. <laughs> so now we have to go searching for a couch. <laughs> I don't think that'll take terribly long, though. No. I think I think we'll find find a good one. Yeah. Well, feeling good? Yeah, I think we did it. I think we did it. Another one down. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to these stories. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. Special shout out to our new friend, Amy, um, who has made herself known on social media and sent us an, our first email with, with the cool story idea yeah. that Emily's going to look into. So thank you, Amy. Yeah, it sounds like a really cool story. Yeah. So we'll be looking into that. We want more of that. We would love to hear from you guys. Seriously, it, it means it meant the world to just receive one email and just knowing that people are actually out there listening. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Yeah. Um, please remember to rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pla- Google Podcasts. We're going to be on the um, the new uh, Amazon one whenever that comes out. So also tell a friend, let people know that we're out here telling these stories. Word of mouth is the best kind of word. We really appreciate it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram where we post all of our stories, uh, pictures from our stories. That's at gray, the podcast on Instagram. You can follow Emily at Emily Sue Bankson underscore. You can follow me at Dylan underscore Michael underscore. We would love to hear from you guys. And yeah, that about does it. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys again so much. And this has been a penny approved podcast. Bye.